Good evening to those in social media. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship coming to you with our Saturday night message. This is Minister Eric Sesson with you tonight. Thank God for being with you on tonight. <clears throat> and just thank God for you, um, that we are being a blessing to you. Pray that these messages are being a, a blessing to you. And once again, share them with your family members, friends, those who you feel like need these messages to hear them. And I pray that you would just continue to um, just tune in and hear what God has to say. And so we thank you once again for being with us. But tonight we're going to continue on. I've been talking about I surrender all. For those who grew up in church, you may remember that song, I surrender all, all to Jesus, I surrender and that song has always resonated with me, you know, my walk with the Lord <clears throat> about surrendering to him. When I, as I say, when I came back to him at the, at the age of 20, <clears throat> you know, that was the word that God gave me, surrendering my life to him. And <clears throat> through this journey with God, I've had to learn what that is and continue to learn what that is about I surrender all. But tonight we're going to talk about I surrender all and we're going to talk about I will go where you want me to go. Okay. I will go where you want me to go. <clears throat> so part of surrender is going where God wants you to go. Now, that may sound, you know, that seems pretty extreme because, you know, hey, well, where's God leading me in? To make the, the declaration that could God or give God permission, let me say it that way, that I will go where you want me to go. Um, that's pretty strong, but that's part of you of surrendering your life to Jesus, going where God wants you to go. Are you willing to submit yourself or surrender yourself to where God wants you to go? And that's pretty, you know, that takes a lot of faith and, and being connected with God to do that. And so we're going to continue. I mean, we're going to go on with that tonight. And so to start, I said, well, you know what? No one likes to get stuck. Okay. None of us. We we talk about getting stuck in the rut or, or getting emotionally stuck as a bad thing. But being stuck means that no movement or no growth is happening. <clears throat> so nobody wants to be stuck. Okay. Because being stuck is not a good thing. Stuck. You don't know what you want to go, what you want to do. But the same is true for spiritually. Okay. All of us feel that we, we get stuck on our spiritual journey from time to time. The good news is that Jesus is in the process of taking us somewhere. Following him is the purposeful intent to go where he wants us to, to be and will keep us from getting stuck for long if we listen to him okay so none of us so maybe you feel like you're stuck and i know i felt that way times i, I feel like that uh, i've been stuck and don't know where god want me to go and you may feel like that from time to time but the, but the truth is and i had then you got to believe that that jesus is in the process of taking you somewhere and you may be saying to yourself right now well, where is that well Maybe you may not be sure, but he's taking you somewhere, okay? But the thing is, 
you have to listen to it. You have to be able to hear the voice of God. So you won't be stuck for long if you learn, if you learn how to listen to him. So you got to be able to hear God's voice now. You got to be able to hear his voice in order for him to take you where he wants you to take. Okay. And then most of us, like I said, we want to do our own thing. And I know we, we all guilty of that. Want to do our own thing. When you start talking about going where God want me to go. Well, that doesn't sound. Um, I use the word. It doesn't sound entertaining or because. Well, here's the thing about it. None, none of us want to be told what to do. And that's part of surrender too. You got to be willing to say, hey, when you come to Jesus Christ as Lord, I surrender my life to you. Then you got to be willing to listen to him, allow him to give you instructions through the person of the Holy Spirit, tell you where to go, what to do and how to do it. And so and when we live in a generation now who um, has a problem with authority, then that's going to be a struggle. If you have a problem with authority, you're not going to surrender to somebody. Okay, you're not going to surrender to not only people, to God spiritually, you're not going to surrender to people physically. You know, you don't have a problem with that. But God is taking you somewhere. So, but maybe if you feel stuck right now, maybe you need to open yourself up to listen to the voice of God and hear what he has to say to you. And how you do that by prayer time, by studying the word of God. So these are things that you have to do. But let's look at Abraham. Abraham is a good example of what we're talking about here tonight. I will go where you want me to go. Um, Abraham in chapter 12 of Genesis. We see in chapter 12 of Genesis, um, when he got stuck in his hometown, God commanded Abraham to go on an incredible journey, leaving his country and family to go to a land God will show him. The results of Abraham's faith um, faith step would be a new nation <clears throat> that honor God and result in bringing in the Messiah for the salvation of mankind. So Abraham is a perfect example of going where God wants you to go. He was in his hometown, okay, with his family members, and God spoke to him and told him to go to a country where he would show him. Now, I want to read that. Uh, let's read that. Um, chapter 12. And it says here, now in Haran, I'm reading it from the Amplified Version. Now in Haran, the Lord, Lord said to Abraham, go for yourselves for your own advantage away from your country, from your relatives and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you with abundant increase in favor and make your name famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. All right. So I love what it says here in Amphibury, uh, where it said, when he says, go for yourself for your own advantage. So God is telling it's for your own advantage that you leave your country. Leave your relatives. And why did he say it? Well, maybe his relative was a bad influence. And maybe his relatives um, would 
hinder him from doing what God called him to do and receiving the blessing that God has for life. So sometimes when God speaks to us, when God tells us to go where he wants to go, he may have to get us from people that we surround, the, the circle we're around, because they they may can't go where God is taking you, okay? And they may be hindering you. doesn't make them bad people, but it just makes you, you know what? They may not be equipped to go where God is taking you. So you can't take always take everybody with you when God sends you somewhere, because that's the thing about it. And, and I know that's tough for some of you, maybe I'm speaking to you right now, you grew up with a certain group of people, group of friends, or you're close and you're connected with your buddies, sorority and fraternity buddies and people you met in college or you grew up and you were close. But then God speaks to you and tells you to go this place. And the person that you may be close with may have a problem with that. And says, well, what you going over there for? You know, what about us? Sometimes it may separate you from relationships that you've had a long time. But if you've heard God, then, and this is what Abraham had to do. I can't, it doesn't, the Bible doesn't talk about it, but that might not have been easy for Abraham to do that. When you got family, relatives, and you've never, and God tells you. And, and the second part of that is God tells him the goal, and he doesn't tell him where he's going. Okay. He doesn't tell him exactly where he's going. He just said, leave. Now, I have a problem when God tells me to go places and I know what he's sending me. Now, imagine if God tells you to go somewhere and he don't even give you the destination, exactly where you're going. So, and we see that this takes faith. So, so Hebrews 11, 8 tells us that Abraham obeyed God and went out. He said, guess what? Not knowing where he was going. He modeled us for us. That going where God wants us to go is ultimately a question of faith. Relying on the goodness and the sovereign plan of God for our lives. When faith is required, there is risk and sometimes fear. Because we don't know all the intel of what's going on. Choosing to go is choosing to face those fears. So Abraham was told... Okay, go and leave your country. And I'm not going to tell you where you're going, but I'll tell you when you get there. And like I said, once again, this requires faith. So understand that surrendering to God requires faith. Going where God requires, you got really faith. It takes faith for that. You have to learn how to trust God in your surrender. You got to learn how to trust God. When you surrender to God, it's going to take faith and trust it in him. Remember, Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And all that way, acknowledge him and he would direct your path. So it's just going to take some faith, but you got to rely on his goodness. You got to trust that, you know what, God is good and he's not going to lead me somewhere where, you know what, he just going to abandon me. Now, it's not saying that, I'm not saying, and please understand this, that when God leaves it, it's not going to be conflict. There's not going to be struggle. There's not going to be difficulties. Why? Because we have an enemy who's going to be fighting against that. So sometimes we get this thing that, hey, when God sent us away, everything's going to be good. Everything's going to fall into place. 
you know, God give you a word to go somewhere, maybe to a different job or a different place in the state, different ministry. And we think that there's not going to be any resistance. But truth is, there's going to be resistance because the enemy is coming against you. He doesn't want you to fulfill the plan and purpose of God for that. He don't want you to surrender to a God. The enemy wants us to do what we want to do. And maybe you that person. You said, you know what? What I'm saying to you right now is great. He says, well, I never thought about um, going with God. And maybe you never even consider it. Maybe you spent, you know, you got saved, but you spent your Christian life just going where you want to go and doing what you want to do and picking the job you want to pick and doing the things you want to do. But I'm telling you, it's time that you now surrender your life to God and say, okay, God, my life is yours. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to go where you want me to go. And so, therefore, you surrender your life to that. But it's going to take some faith. And like it says, and once it says here, it may be, it may be fearful. It's risky. Now, this is risky. When you step out in faith, and surrender to God and says, God, I'm going to go where you tell me to go. It's risky and it's fearful. And you, and you can be not saying you're not going to be scared. But courage is not the absence of fear. Okay. Courage is even the midst of fear. I'm going to do what God tell me to do. So I'm not going to tell you you're not going to be afraid. You're not going to be scared. You're going to have all the answers. No, I'm not going to say that. Because there's going to be fearful. Now, this time I've been God to me. I've been fearful. There's time I said, okay, God, I don't understand this. Why are you sending me here? Why are you telling me to do this? Why are you telling me to go over here? And it was fearful. And I had to learn how to trust God even when I didn't understand why he sent me there or why he sent me to this place. And so that may be for you. You know, it's not going to always be, as they use the phrase, peaches and cream. So you may be fearful, but you may have to, that's, you have to face your fears. Maybe God told you to go to a different place and start your own business. And that's fearful. When the time now where the pen, you know, things are tight and, and God's telling you to start a business in the midst of inflation, things are high. He may be speaking to you about that. And you're saying you're fearful. I don't know how, you don't know where you can get the money. God is telling you, you know what, this is go forth. This is where I want you to go. This is I want you to build your business or your ministry, whatever case may be. And so, yeah, so you can't, you know, be fearful. Because we got to realize what God is not giving us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's what he's giving us. So. There's going to be times where you're going to be maybe afraid, but go anyway. If you have a word from the Lord and you have decided, you know what, Lord, I surrender my life to you. Lord, you know what, I'm going to do what you say. Go where you tell me to go. You know, regardless, even if I don't understand, I'm going to do it. There will be fears. Fears are going to come against you. Fear may grip you, but you have to go in faith just like Abraham did. He went in faith. And did what God and left his and did not know where he was going, but he did it in faith. And it said that hey, God blessed him and made him a great nation. It says, with his earthly ministry ministry complete, Jesus gave this command 
to his disciples. Okay. He says, and this is Matthew's chapter 28, verse 19, go and make disciples of all nations. In his prayer, and even in John 17, this is John 17, I believe it's the 18th verse, John 17, 18, he says to his father, as I have sent, as you have sent me into the world, so have I sent them into the world. Go, going where Jesus wants us to go will inevitably lead us to making disciples. And I think this is, let me pause here, this is profound. Because a lot of times when God sends you somewhere, and I know I, I just mentioned about, you know, starting your own business and things. Sometimes when God sent us places, we only think about money or some type of power, prestige. And let me continue. It says, unfortunately, okay, um, many of us construe God's command to make disciples to be a special talent or the description of a professional career in ministry. But there are a lot of pathways to be involved in making disciples. So when God, Jesus told us to go make disciples, because if, if you're going to go with God, he wants us to make disciples. Unfortunately, some of us has, has construed this with thinking that making disciples a special talent. Now, some of us may be better than others at, at ministering the gospel to people. But the thing, all of us are called to that. And sometimes we get that misconstrued with some type of, as a professional career. Maybe you think when God sends you somewhere where he's going to tell me to start a ministry. No, there's many pathways involved in making disciples. All of us are called to make disciples. A lot of times when we think God sent us somewhere, if money is not involved, some type of, we not feel like we're not getting anything out of it such as some monetary gain, money, or some type of new position. And God may call you, you know, and those things may be involved. But the most important thing I want you to get here is that if he calls you to go, go somewhere, you should be also have the heart and the mind that says, you know what, he's calling me over here, not just for monetary gain or, you know, just to be switching states to start over again. No, he's calling me over there. Your mindset should be, okay, Lord, who do you want me to minister to? Who who are the, pe the people here in this place that you want me to share the gospel with? And so we have to understand that, hey, this is what the main thing God called us to do is to share the gospel, okay, of Jesus Christ. And so in you going, you should have a mindset to share the gospel, the good news about what Jesus has done for us and how he did it through his sacrifice, his death, burial, and resurrection on the cross. Okay, so that's what we should... When he tells us to go, he's just not telling us to go so we can, it's about a better life, a bigger house, you know, more money, more cars, new friends, you know, all that. Thank God for all of that. 
because you're going to meet new people, new things. And if, if there's a promotion involved, thank God for that. We know that promotion comes from the Lord. But you also should have a, a heart to share the gospel because God just didn't, he's not telling you just to go just so you can have a bigger house. No, with the house, thank God for the bigger house. But you know what? You are called to, to share the gospel with people who don't know Jesus. So that should be our mindset. That should be your mindset. Sharing the gospel, Lord, I'm going to go where you want me to go because I know you've called me, you've called every believer to share the good news about Jesus. It's because this is, that's, that is the foundation of the gospel. That's the foundation of salvation to those who don't know him. Okay, so go on, you know, we sometimes when we say, okay, yeah, God, I'm going to go for you. We looking for this glamour and you looking for the new record deal. You know, maybe you're a, a, a musician or a singer and you know what? And, you know, and most people when they, well, God will send me to the nations and some people he do that. He may send you to the nations, you know, but. What if he's not sending you to the nation? What if he just send you? What if your ministry is local? Just a local thing. And if you know what, if you always looking for to be big, sometimes it's not about how big you are as far as, you know, statewide or international wise or national wise. No, sometimes it's all about just like I said, just sharing the gospel. Making disciples. This is what he caused it. This is what he sent his disciples out to do, to make disciples. So God is sending us the same thing to go and make disciples. So I don't want, that's the, I really want to drive that point home because that's the main thing that when we go, that's the mind, main mindset we should have. So just like with, so sharing, sharing, making disciples. It is an action. It is an action for for every uh, follower of Jesus. Making disciples is an action for every follower of Jesus. Just like hospitality and intercessory prayer, we do those things too. But making disciples—that's an action of every follower of Jesus. Everybody, not just certain, not just the pastor, not just the evangelist, the, the deacon deaconess or leaders of the ministry. It is for everybody. As you yield to the Holy, to the Spirit's control of your life, tell Jesus you'll go wherever he wants you to go on your journey. Not just in your spiritual journey also, including to make disciples of others. Let, let him lead you toward who and how you live out each day. See, that's the thing about God. You should be asking God, how should I live this day out? Okay, every day you wake up, God, where are you leading? Where you want me to go? You know, as you go forth from day to day, doing the things on a daily routine, who do you want me to minister to? Who do you want me to share the gospel with? Who needs to hear this word? Okay. But you have to surrender your life first to him. And this takes faith. 
You have to surrender your life to Jesus says, and make this declaration. So part of surrender says, God, where do you want me to go? I want to go where you want me to go. And I'll be honest with you, God have sent me to some places where I said, I don't want to go there. I'm going to be honest with you, there's places he have sent me who says, I don't want to go here because I didn't like where he was sending me. I, sometimes I didn't like the people. Okay. Sometimes I didn't like the place. Okay. There's time where he sent me to jobs. And at one point I was financially struggling. And where he sent me, it wasn't enough money at the time. But you know what? When I made a decision to surrender my life to, I have to be obedient as to where he's going to send me. And you have to be obedient. And some, I know somebody's saying, well, you know what? I'm saying you ain't got to do all that. Well, you know what? You don't have to. But the thing is, if, if you say God's life, I mean, your life, excuse me, belongs to God, then... You have to go where he tells you to go. Because understand that God has a purpose for leading you there. And I had to learn that. God had a purpose for leading me there. Sometimes he just lead you to a place where he wants to prepare you for the next place. He's equipping you. He is sending you places where you can be equipped for this, the assignment and the calling that he's calling you. So sometimes it just, wherever he's seeing you is a place of preparation. You're being prepared for something, okay? And you have to understand that. And so you can't neglect the preparation part and just want to do, you know, the thing that God told you to do. Why? Wow, he has to equip you and give you the things and the tools that you need in order to fulfill the purpose and plan for your life. But I said, once again, we, we live in a generation where we get caught up on money and don't get me wrong. Wherever the, whatever the vision is, God will give you provision. He will provide for you. He's not going to give you a vision then not provide provision, but you can't get so caught up in the money part of it that you miss out as i talked about on making disciples because at the end of the day that's the whole that should be your main motivation for going with god tell you to go because wherever he sends us it's always his business is always important to god that we make disciples wherever we go and so i want you to focus on that tonight and learn to hack wherever we go. So will you go where God wants you to go? You need to ask yourself a question. Will I do that? And it takes sacrifice to do that. It takes faith to do that. Because I know maybe you, you're doing whatever you want to do. How you want to live. But is that what God wants? Are you pleasing him? Now, if you're not concerned about pleasing God, then maybe this is not important to you. But if you're talking about living a life that's surrendered to God. One of the things he's going to ask you is to go places. Maybe that you didn't pick for yourself. I know for myself, the places God has sent me, I didn't, 
I didn't want to go for I didn't pick him for myself. He picked him for me. So because I allow him to lead my life. And so this is the thing that he wants to do for you is to lead your life. Go where he wants you to go. And I guarantee you, you'll like be blessed because here's what I want to go back and I want to. This just really came in my spirit. Knows that when he tells Abraham that when he when you go where he wants you to go, he says, I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you with abundance, increase, and favor. And I will make your name famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing to other people. So God is not going to send you somewhere. He says, I'm going to make your name. He made Abraham's name great. Abraham is called the father of faith. And he's going to make your name great. And he's going to bless you. He's going to give you increase in every area of your life. Okay. He's going to make your name famous. You know, I talk about famous. It may not be, you know, for some people it's international. For some people it's nationally, they're nationally known. For some people they're locally known. Or in some people they're known in their community. But he said, I'm going to make your name great. And then that may be mean something different for me and you. But he's going to make your name great. He said, and you're going to be a blessing to other people. So wherever God sends you, he's, his intentions is to make you a blessing uh, to other people. So not only are you going to be receiving, but you're going to be giving out. You're going to not only be receiving, but you're going to be giving out. And so... Let me pray for you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you that, God, that we have a mind to hear your voice. We have a mind to go where you are. I pray, God, that they will surrender to wherever you lead them. That, God, they will hear your voice and wherever you lead them, they will submit and surrender to your will, not our will, as, as Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. I want your will be done wherever you lead me, God, even to the tough places, even to the, the places that I wouldn't pick for myself. God, I surrender my life to you right now. And I pray, God, they will have, take on that mindset to go where you lead them. And God, as they go, that they will make disciples of Jesus people who don't know you, whether it's God is in a third world country, I pray they will hear your voice on that. Whether it's God in the local community, I pray they will hear your voice on that. Because God, we understand that you need people everywhere, in every arena, on every continent. We thank you for speaking to people right now to hear your voice, even on their job that they will minister and share the love of Christ as you lead them to make more disciples. We thank you and we bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, I thank you for listening. We'll be back with you again on next week. We'll continue on I surrender all. But remember, when you surrender, as we talk about that, you're making the declaration that, hey, I will go where you want me to go. We'll see you again on next week. Bye-bye.